Welcome back to this week in Indian Hill Braves Athletics here on IndianHillBraves.org and ESP Media Powered by Sodom Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. Once again, we're joined by Indian Hill AD Brian Phelps. And uh, Brian, let's let's jump right in and let's start in the pool. Uh, the West Claremont Diving Classic over the weekend. Your team was there. Pretty big meet. A lot of really good programs uh, show up there. And uh, a couple of really good results there, uh, both on the boys uh, and the girls side. Yeah, uh, senior on the boys' side, Ethan Morris uh, finished 12th, did a, did a great job. We expect um, a lot out of him, and hopefully he'll be making his way to the state tournament when that time comes. And on the girls' side, Maggie Overberg uh, finished top 25. She made it to the, the finals and I, I think finished uh, 22nd overall. So exciting. We have a handful of girls that are, are good divers, and uh, we have a chance to, to dive deep into the season. We'll see how it goes. Let's go to the swim teams, and uh, we saw them this past week compete at the Marymount Invite, and uh, a really strong performance uh, for both the boys and the girls. A lot of first-place finishers there in, in a lot of different distances uh, there as well. How did they feel coming out of that with, with just a really strong overall performance for both the boys and the girls? Yeah, you, both our boys and girls team is very strong. Um, our, you know, Marymount's girls uh, have really been uh, – you know, top team around here for a long time. And, and we were really close. Uh, so I, I think that gave our girls uh, some confidence and our boys, as I mentioned, you know, previously uh, are just are really strong and they're going to have some really nice performances and we didn't have our full team there. So uh, swimming is a lot of fun for us here at Indian Hill. And yeah. we expect a lot of things out of the boys and girls side for sure. One I want to uh, give a special mention to here for the boys, Gabe Yin, uh, wins two individual events, the 100 butterfly, the 200 free, and then as part of the team win uh, in the 200 medley. You know, he was a, a, a focus of the uh, the spotlight uh, for uh, Indian Hill this week. Uh, really good results from him and, and at different distances. And a lot of folks don't understand how difficult that is to not only change dis distances, but change the different types of swim styles you have to go through with those, with the butterfly, the freestyle, and then the medley. Yeah, he's strong, and it, it was a great performance, no doubt. And uh, it, it looked like he felt really good about it. I, I had a chance to chat with him a couple times getting out of the pool and uh, just kind of a smile on his face, just did his thing, and uh, it, it'll be fun the next few weeks. And uh, he, he's certainly uh, carrying good momentum into the next few weeks as well. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, a young lady we, we talked about specifically last week, and that's your gymnast, Raylan Coward. Uh, we'll, let's talk about her again because you know, she finished third at the CD Cup. We talked about that last week. Apparently that wasn't good enough. So let's go to the Turpin invite. She finishes second overall. And looking at the, the individual uh, events here, she finishes second on the bars, second on the beam, second on the floor, and I think top 12 uh, in the vault there. Pretty darn strong showing once again from her. Yeah, she's something. And, uh, you know, for her to really kind of just fall into our lap, really, uh, as a program builder for that for that program, it, it's it's great to, to inherit someone that has already been so strong, want to compete for your school. And, and, and now we're just trying to support her however we can. And um, again, another opportunity to go deep in the tournament and hopefully be a state qualifier and do well. So we'll, we'll see how that ends up. Does she feel like she has the ability to qualify for state? I think there's no doubt about it. When she decided that she wanted to uh, do gymnastics in high school, her goal is, you know, she knew that she's at that level and she wanted to see how, how well she could do um, at this, at this you know, state level at that type of competition. So a lot of confidence, 
with her and and we have confidence with her as well i mean it's 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 going to be fun she's already um pulling off some pretty nice performances and she's good she's really good so yeah. uh you know we'll see what happens there too and she's spearheading an up-and-coming program uh, in Indian Hill for sure. Another program that's kind of up-and-coming is your indoor track team. And uh, they were in action this past weekend, went up, went north up to uh, Youngstown State. And uh, looking at some of the results, and pretty good showing for your team. You know, We have the, finished fifth in the 4 by 800 on the boys' side. Uh, Megan O'Brien finishes ninth in the 800-meter individual run. And then Hayden, Hayden Withers apparently has some kind of stamina that nobody else knows because he set a school indoor record in the 3,200-meter run, which that, I don't even know how far distance is. Sounds like it's close to a marathon to me. But uh, pretty strong showing across the board for both the boys and the girls individually and his teams. Yeah, and, you know, for indoor track, it, it, it really ends up being more of a club sport. So for these kids to want to do this just kind of as an extra in preparation for the spring track meet is just a, a credit to not only of our, our kids, but our coaches. It, it's a full day. You know, Youngstown State was a nice long drive. They were here, you know, as, as the sun was coming up and, and getting back as, you know, late into the night. So it, it's, it's really neat to see the dedication that our kids have. Uh, to that program and and our coaches and and to go up to a really neat facility and perform well is just kind of the bonus. And a really strong showing is that what what's the next uh, step for the indoor track team at this point? Has that has that been fleshed out? Yeah, they're going up to Spire, I think, up north, uh, close to like Mentor. So another long trip, and uh, you know, there's only so many meets, so many opportunities. A lot of them seem to be up north, so. Um, they have that on the schedule coming up soon, so that that's that's next for them. Let's talk about your uh, wrestling team, and we talked last week a little bit about you know hosting several teams together uh, at, at Indian Hill and, and the challenges that kind of go into that. And you wound up doing it uh, this past weekend, hosting a whole host of other schools, several coming up from Kentucky to uh, to compete there uh, at Indian Hill. And I, I'm looking on your uh, Twitter feed. And I'm seeing a lot of pins. I'm seeing a lot of wins across the board, varying weight classes against different schools. Didn't really seem to matter. Your guys were coming out there and just racking up the points, racking up the pins uh, and whatnot there. Uh, how did the, first of all, how did that overall, the operation go of the event for you and your staff? And then how did you see the wrestlers perform and how did they feel coming out of that event? I, I think we really pulled off a nice meet. So we had five total schools and, you know, the, the reason we had five, which it sounds like a lot, and we had a good handful of wrestlers here. We, we really needed to invite enough teams to make sure all of our kids and all the kids here had enough matches. So some of the, the teams were smaller than others, but we did have five total, including us. Um, you know, logistically, what made it tough is we, we didn't allow parents. Uh, we had a handful of our parents here, but they really were the ones working the event for us at the table and, you know, doing all the kinds of things that, that you need for a wrestling meet, but we provided a live stream. So we took a little bit of heat um, from that and understand, you know, I, we get it, but for us to, to pull off a successful meet, that's the way we had to do it. The way we organized was uh, we had each team in the bleachers so they could spread out and, you know, we're not using the locker rooms and, their gear. So, so even though we have a, a pretty big arena here in our gym, uh, we needed that space to, to, to space the teams out. So 
I, besides not being able to have parents in the gym, which, you know, really is tough. We want that to happen. Besides that, we think it was a great meet uh, logistically from, you know, our, our, my coach did most of the work, you know, all the setup, all the organization. I, it was a chance for me really just to enjoy the meet because he, had, he did all the work. Um, and, and our kid, you know, our top kids especially perform really well. And I think we, we had some, some kids that are younger that also had some wins and nice matches and gave them some confidence. But our, 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 our top kids are, are good. And I'm um, excited to, to be able to see them wrestle some of the best wrestlers uh, in, in the tri-state area. Harris Foad comes to mind of just really a dominating performance for the day and, and beating one of the top wrestlers in, in Kentucky. So, you know, th- those, are, those are confidence builders. We haven't been able to wrestle much. We've started late, as, as we all know. And, and, you know, that was our, only our second opportunity to meet. We're we're not having a lot of matches before the, the sectional tournament starts. So uh, we have to be very strategic of who we wrestle when and still be prepared yeah. for the tournament. One thing I want to circle back to when you were talking about the operation of the overall event is getting parents to come in and help run the event for you. How big is that for you as an athletic director to know that you have parents within your community who, yes, they want to be there and cheer things on, but when push comes to shove, you can call on them and they'll be willing to come in and pitch in and help out wherever they can. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. We have some, some, some of our parents are really dedicated, especially to the wrestling program. And we find that across the board. There's a passion that lives in our parents, you know, that when their kids are involved, they want to try to help make it the best experience possible. And, um, you know, we really can't, run things the way that, that we do without the help. And Saturday was just an example of that. A lot of, a lot of T's to cross and cross and I's to dot. And, um, you know, they, they help pull it off. I, I don't know how we could have pulled it off without, you know, the, the, them chipping in and, and, and helping make it a great invitational. Let's move on to the uh, hardwood and let's start with the uh, girls basketball team who saw its 22 game CHL win streak come to an end against Marymont, who's proven to be one of the best defensive teams uh, in the area. They're giving up just about 25 points per game in league play. That's uh, that's no fluke uh, at this point. But I want to talk more about your team. Again, we're just getting the season going. They're only five games in now, but now we're right now we're in kind of a, a bit of a tough spot offensively. The last two games, Scored just 42 points uh, in those two games combined and losses to uh, two, two good teams in Milford and Marymont uh, in, the, in those results there. Is there, a, is there a, a concern right now within the coaching staff about the offense, or is that more chalked up to the fact that you've just played two really good defensive teams back-to-back and they caught you on nights when shots just aren't falling? Yeah, it's, it's a combination of a, a few things. I think what you said is exactly right. Both very quality teams. Uh, we... We need to get back to full strength. You know, we're at a point where we don't have our full team right now. And we knew those are the kinds of things that we were going to deal with this season. Some teams have hit, have been hit differently than, than others. And right now for girls basketball, we're, we're in that, we're in that situation right now where we don't have everybody. And um, unfortunately when that happens, that means we don't have them for, for a while, you know, for, Mm -hmm for yeah. a couple of weeks kind of thing. So, um, you know, it's just, we, we knew that's the season it's going to, it's going to be, uh, it's still kind of a no excuses. You play with who you have and when you have them and do the best that you can. And, 
and that hit at a, a tough time. Again, two good teams that, that we played, no doubt. We just need to get back at it and play with who we have. And we have a couple games this, this week that um, will be challenges for us, and we'll see Marymount again next Wednesday. So we have a three-game stretch that uh, we know we're going to have to play well and, and see what happens. But we're still really confident with our team. We have some really good players. We have some really good coaches. And um, we're just going to keep getting after it. It's going to be a, a long season and a short amount of time, and we're going to do the best we can. Uh, to that point, you know, with with your with your Indian Hill waiting until January to start its athletic season now, and, and seeing how the schedule's coming out, you've got a lot of games here in a very short period of time to get ready for the, uh, an eventual postseason play. There, how much? Even now, five games in, are the coaches talking to the girls about rest and recovery in between games? Because you're not going to have a lot of days off between now and the end of the regular season. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's a tricky one, right? Because you you know you have things to work on. You, you want to get certain things in. And, and, you know, you're probably a little more vanilla than, than you want to be at, at this point. But, you know, practices are are – little shorter maybe or not as intense because you're right you're trying to rest legs so that's 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 the chore of the coaching staff to try to balance to get offenses or defenses put in or new looks and and shots up but not wear the girls out too it's 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 a tough situation and this is you know like everyone else this is but but I feel like it, us as much as anyone anyone with the, the late start our coaches are earning their money uh, you know there there's no doubt it is they're, they're being worked really hard. I, I know everyone's stressed and I'm, I'm just glad we have who we have and we trust them to, to, to make it as, as good as it can be. Let's move over to the boys' side and uh, a really good start to the season for your boys, especially on the defensive side. You're 3-0 on the year, 2-0 in the league, but the three games you've given up 36, 39, and 38 points. That's going to win you a lot of ball games, especially in a CHL where it seems like the last number of years, defense has ruled the day, and who can who can give you the best defensive ever night and night out is generally going to rise to the top uh, of the league. Interesting stretch coming up here uh, for your team. You, you've got the league, of course, but you've also got some non-conference games uh, mixed in there as well, at least scheduled uh, at at the this point here. Uh, we see uh, Covington Catholic is on the schedule. Uh, for your team, and uh, if anybody, for anybody Indian Hill fans who don't know, Covington Catholic is a perennial state power uh, in Kentucky. They make it; they may win the state title in Kentucky this year. They're just that good uh, every year. How important was it in putting a schedule together to get some tests, non-conference tests in there, like a Covington Catholic, uh, like an Aiken who's coming up uh, down the road? You know, and early in the season, we were scheduled to play St. Xavier, and. Our co- that, that's the ske- those are the kinds of schedules that we have West Claremont coming up. Um, our, our coach, Tim Birch, wants to play the best teams around. He feels like that helps prepare our kids uh, that, that, the best that, that he can for the tournament. So it's a good mix of our, you know, our league, which is really good. And, um, you know, every year there, we, we have those tough matchups that, that seem to never go away. But no, that, that's the kind of schedule he wants. And we're going to try to play those kind of games every year, even in a year like this year. He was very adamant of, of trying to keep those those schools on the schedule and get those games in, if at all possible. And, um, you know, hopefully we can go to CovCath and have a good effort, and that'll help us go to, to go into the Madeira and Taylor game that's coming up as CHL games. 
One of the things I've also noticed in seeing through three games uh, with your team is the balance that you have. There is not don't necessarily look at this and say, okay, this is the alpha, the one A guy. We definitely other teams definitely have to stop there. You know, Mateo Lopez, Ty Thornton, Luke Robinson. You know, down the line, you've got so many guys who can contribute on a night to night basis. How big is that going to be going forward? In the CHL specifically, you know, when you compare to a team like a Wyoming, where everybody knows Isaiah Walker is the man there at Wyoming, but your your team may be a little more more difficult to scout for because there's not seemingly one guy that leaps off the page and says, "Okay, this is the guy we have to stop if we're going to beat Indian Hill." Yeah, uh, I, you know, another kid that that's a senior, Wyatt Walks, I think, is in that same mix of you know, if you're going to double team somebody. Um, <laughs> you know, there are two or three or maybe even four other options on the floor. So, no, it's a fun, balanced team. I mean, they are a neat team to watch. Athletic, big, you know, can shoot the ball. So really do a little bit of everything. And, um, yeah, you're right. It's not a team where we're trying to get 35 points out of one kid and and we're going to have to, you know, win only when he's on. But the ball is is shared really well. And um, it's it's. It's great. You know, I don't know the league that well yet being new to, to this league and just coming back to Cincinnati, but yeah. um, I'm excited to see uh, how, how the other teams match up. You know, Marymont's a good team. Uh, that was a really good win for us. And, um, you know, they, they have, they have some really nice players over there. So we uh, we will see, you know, it, it's going to be fun seeing what kind of effort we can give uh cuff calf and then getting right back into the league. One of the things, uh, too, and those that as I'm looking further into the numbers with this team, again, so through three games, so it's a small sample sample size, but your team right now is plus 63 on the glass. That can erase a lot of difficult nights shooting the ball, which your team hasn't had at this point, that, and that's a good thing. But uh, that's a really big thing, especially early on, to set the tone going forward into the league that they're going to have to also deal with a team that's balanced scoring-wise, but if they miss shots... If your team's missing shots, a lot of guys are willing to go crash the glass for those second chance opportunities. And that's definitely what we've we've seen. You know, we we've got our big boys that do the kind of big boy rebounding, but we've got the, you know, the, the guard type that are 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 just crashing the boards and getting up high and athletic. And but you're right. I mean, when a shot goes up, um, I, I think the expectation is it's going in, but you know, at least yeah. four of those guys are almost hoping it doesn't go in so they can snatch the rebound and, and get the put back. But, but no, it, it's a fun athletic team. And, and the kids seem to really, uh, you know, for the, 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 the late start um, seem to be gelled pretty well and they like each other and, you know, kind of all just makes it that much more fun. So I, I, I hope that I, we, we can stay healthy as, as we all do and, and see, see what the CHL looks like and, and the tournament after that. Well, so far, so good for your boys' basketball team. As you said, 3-0 and on the year, 2-0 and on the CHL. Big a big uh, out-of-conference game and out-of-state game now with Covington Catholic coming up there as well. We'll see how they do there. But nevertheless, not a bad way to start the season uh, overall and a really strong week here uh, at Indian Hill High School, Brian. Appreciate some of your time to uh, join us here to talk about it. Yeah, thank you. And I'm um, excited to see how the rest of this week goes, and we'll talk next week. That uh, is Athletic Director Brian Phelps of Indian Hill High School joining us for this week in Indian Hill Braves Athletics on IndianHillBraves.org and ESP Media, powered by Sodom Sports.